Stay tuned. Connect with Damien and Amanda is about to start. Join us as we cover inspiring topics on health, healing and transformation. We have both lived and breathed transformation in our own lives as practitioners and also the patient. So we'd love to inspire you so that you can empower yourself on your journey to health and happiness. The information shared on the show is general information and should not be used to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease and is not substitute for professional healthcare advice. Always check with your practitioner before you apply anything discussed on our show. So buckle up, strap yourself in and open up your third eye. Because we're here to help you to connect with Damien and Amanda. We're on. (laughs) We're live. We're going. We're live. Yes, we are. So how's your week been? Yeah, good. Actually, I've had a really, really good week. How about you, Demo? Yeah, it's been interesting. It's been, obviously, you know, we've got this first week now of uh, mandatory masks, which is a bit different. So how have you gone going for a walk with the mask on? Yeah, look, initially it's um, quite suffocating and it was... um, just a lot to get used to. I'm trying lots of different types of masks. I've got one that's washable, that's like wetsuit material, and then I've got the disposable masks. And then I found this other one online that's still coming. That's a scarf that sits around your neck all the time. And then you can lift it up as you need it, which I thought was really cool. How are you finding wearing the masks? Yeah, it's interesting. Like I, I went outside and went for a walk um, the other day. You know, with it, and I used the rather than those disposable masks, I tried out the. Uh, yeah, the the scarf pulling up because I felt like I could breathe better when I was exercising. Yeah, but obviously when I've been out, I've used the the disposable the disposable yep. masks. But it's you're right, it's finding the one that's comfortable for you, isn't it? Yeah, so you're not constantly touching your face. And it's something we're obviously going to be wearing now for a little bit longer. Yeah, I know. So look, when when I put something in my head and I know I have to do something, I I just get my head into oh we're doing that, and you just get used to it. Otherwise, yeah. you just create suffering for yourself, don't you? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, 2020 is interesting too because I see, I saw something the other day um, that the Pentagon were talking about releasing documents of these unidentified crafts that they'd found and I'm thinking, geez, if we get to the end of 2020 and we find out aliens exist, it's like it's the year. <laughs> it's <laughs> like the year. We're stepping into that. a whole new world, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. So today yeah. we're going to talk about the hero's journey. Yeah, we are. And I know you've used the hero's journey in a lot of your work. Yeah, well, it's how I learned how to talk about my story because, um, as you know, I've, um, I talk about um, some of the things I've been through growing up when I was diagnosed with MS at 24, then when I was paralysed at 29. And, um, you know, I was an MS ambassador. I started my volunteer role there. Would have been about eight or nine years ago. And um, when you're an MS ambassador, they boost your confidence and self-esteem and and help you to accept that you've got MS by telling your story of what you've learned on your journey. Mm. And so I would that that's the very first time I started to learn how to craft, how to write my story in a way that was inspiring and educational and compelling. And so that hero's journey, there's a bit of a diagram where you, you know, you're sort of trotting along here in a um, not a linear fashion. What's the opposite of linear? <laughs> straight line. Straight, you know no, what I'm trying to say? Straight line, linear. Oh, yeah, if you're straight going line. Like a, oh, no, you're linear, going... I think of this way. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, an elevator. Straight line. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And then life, life's cruising along and then something happens. It dips down and then how you, and then you, it's how you rise up and overcome your adversity and then you're a better person and then you come back full circle in the hero's journey and you come back and you teach the tribe and you talk about it. Mm. And I think even if you're, 
not familiar with the hero's journey, if this is the first time you're hearing it, mm. you're probably more familiar with it than, than what you know because it's, it's like a universal story structure. So, you know, mm. it's, it's the, the main character in the hero's journey obviously is the hero. Now, mm. the hero isn't necessarily a person. It's more of an archetype. Correct. So when we're talking about archetypes, you know, this is the, the psyche. It resides in all of us. And that's why we love movies and we relate to the characters in movies so much. There's a formula in yeah, every movie. Yeah. So, the so Karate Kid, Wizard of Oz, Star Wars. That's the first Wars. one I was thinking of when, because, you know, with Wait. the Karate Kid, like when he, you know, the, you know, leaves and, and goes out and finds the mentor. Like that's the first one that comes to my head, Mr. Miyagi, as yeah. the, you know, yeah. the ultimate yeah. mentor in the, yeah. in the hero's journey. Yeah, and then how to slay, how we discover shadow aspects of ourselves and how we have to slay our own inner dragon mm. and then who we become through that because you've got to go through the sludge when, you know, hits the fan yeah, yeah. and life throws change and or a setback or whatever you want to call it and then we fall and then it's all about what you go through and then who you become as you rise up and... Um, and then you be, it is all about becoming and you can only allow yourself to become when you sit still in the difficulty, which is what we're all going through right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably for a lot of people right now is even if you don't know it, you're going through your own hero's journey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is a big collective and global one. Yeah, for sure. The the entire consciousness has to rise in order to, you know, to rise above what we're going through at the moment. So if you're not familiar, like I said before, with The Hero's Journey, Joseph Campbell uh, was, an, was an author who wrote a book called The Hero with a Thousand Faces. And in that book, he actually maps out the pathways of The Hero's Journey. And it's probably made most famous by George Lucas in uh, Star Wars. So yeah. the way Star Wars is written is based on The Hero's Journey. Yeah. But one of the things with the hero's journey is it's not necessarily about achievement. It's about self-development. Like it's a roadmap for self-development. And I think when Joseph Campbell was writing this, uh, he preferred it to be like a transcendent experience. Like it was a spiritual elevation. It wasn't just a rise to the top of the corporate ladder and, you know, and win. It was actually more about this huge personal transformation. So when you return from the hero's journey, you are literally a changed person. You're a different person mm. to before you left. And in anything that if anyone just listening now is reflecting on anything that they've gone through in their life where it um, literally has been something really challenging, something that's thrown you out of your comfort zone, usually immense change, could be a divorce, it could be um, starting a new career, mm. it could be um, overcoming illness or pain. All these kinds of things um, are going to, um, what you go through, you absolutely come out the other end, a whole new version of yourself. Yeah, so think about it like as the, the all-embracing metaphor for the for the deep inner journey of transformation. So, you know, when you yeah. think about a lot of the work that you do with people, which is based on a lot of this stuff, so the like that roadmap for our for our transformation is the hero's journey. Absolutely. And that's a, a good point that you raise. I guess no matter what I'm working on, whether it's pain in the body, a physical ailment, an illness, or an emotional um balancing that you know from anxiety or depression or whatever it is that I'm working on it's always about addressing that client's inner conflict mm. 
and and for me myself as well whatever I've had to overcome in all those different ways it's always been about addressing that inner conflict and that inner conflict um brews up within you when you forget how to listen to your inner knowing um, it's when you know what you should do or what you need to change or the direction you know you're supposed to walk towards but you will do everything to sabotage it and everything to block it because there's something inside of you that's resisting until you 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 receive your call to courage is that what it's called? The call to courage. The call well, to the adventure. The call to adventure. Yeah. Same same thing though, because the, the courage is the virtue that you have to develop to to take on that path, to actually, you know, to have the courage to kickstart that path. And it's always your choice. You don't have to do it. Yeah, you have it? you have to accept the mission. Accepting the mission is and a it's huge free part of will. It. Yeah. Yeah. So Joseph, you, you can I'll put something in the show notes too, but but there's great infographics out there on the internet you can see of the of the hero's journey. And it's typically broken up into three stages and then detailed mm. more in 12 steps. Yeah. But what we were sort of getting at there was that that first stage is that departure or that call to adventure. Yeah. So it's the it's that inner calling that there's something more in life. You know, and it's even simply like when when we leave the nest, when we leave our our home as as kids or, you know, as teens yep. or whatever it might be. For, you know, for me, I graduated in year 12. Then I had to leave home to travel like I was at university off campus. And that's that initial sort of departure. You leave the the walled garden, the nest, the safety of, of what you know. So mm. the, and, you know, we see this in stories all the time. So uh, things like, uh, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker, where, you know, he's he's got his normal thing, but he's got that call to courage, or you've got Neo in the Matrix, where he's, you know, the waking up and things like the that. The time to step up. Yeah, the Lion King, up. all these all these movies <laughs> have, they, they do, they follow the same, same yeah. story. Billy Elliot, like. Yeah. Uh, so the hero, so the hero, that archetype within us, mm. we depart the world as we know it. So what's yes, really interesting exactly. is right now we've departed the world as we know it. Absolutely. We have we are stepping into a whole new world. And you know, this is the language that I'm hearing from people on the street when I'm walking. It's like the world has changed as we know it. We're in a new world. Everybody's even saying it in their language. Yeah, even technically Vocabulary. our our businesses have been put into hibernation, which I think oh, our businesses quite... will never be the way it was before. Yeah, yeah. It, so it's there's transformed. A, a huge change. I think our businesses have been put into a deep freeze at the moment, not necessarily hibernation. hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> They're at the bottom of the freezer. They're the ice but This cream is what we're doing everything. in our business now. Oh, absolutely. You know? And that's that is that's that departure and that change. It's it's moving out of the known and into the unknown. Yeah. And there's a lot of fear yeah. there for people. So because our brain loves the known, yeah. the ego loves the known. As soon as we yeah. shift out of that, it's like, well, this is uncharted territory. I'm and that's why when you're going through change or you're stressed, you need to make sure you are in your most creative state so that you can be calm and more creative and innovative to problem solve, which is exactly what we've had to do to pivot, um, you know, our businesses is, okay, well, what can we do? And what should we leave alone right now that's a waste of energy? And how do I still do still do what I love, still be able to survive, um, but also an opportunity to really, another way to rise and step up is, well, what do I really want to do next rather than being in survival? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think the the departure or the the call to adventure 
is a very, very deep inner knowing. It's something that's constantly tapping you on the back of the head. It's something that's going to basically annoy you, make you pay attention to it. So you can squash it down for 50 years or maybe for your entire life. But I think that you can't ignore that call to adventure without suffering. It either comes as a feather or a hammer. Mm. And at the moment it's coming as a hammer. Mm-hmm. It's, it ain't a feather. It's, at it's the a moment. build up. I think that's why I have a build up of stuff. But but sometimes it comes as a feather. And if you practice daily meditation, quiet time, being by yourself, even just ten minutes a day of just you time, where you tap into your body and your inner knowing. I mean, do you do that? I mean, this is what I'm doing with my meditations at the moment. Not only am I having quiet time and just. Um, quietening and emptying my mind I'm also adding that extra ingredient ingredient of okay so much unsurety going on right now what's next for me what let me follow my heart now because I've got an opportunity to create something new and I sit in my knowingness because all through my teens and 20s I forgot how to do that I lost my way I've lost so much self-esteem and confidence and belief in myself initially because I um well, no, it was probably when I was much younger, but I remember, you know, moments when I was diagnosed. Oh, wow, I've got a disease. I'm living with a chronic autoimmune disease. What is my, so much unsurety about my future. And you detach from yourself because that, that reality is so painful and frightening. And so you lose touch with your inner self and knowing. So only now in my 40s, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can say 40s now because I've only <laughs> just turned 40. So I'm not going to the bracket of 40s yet. But in my 30s and now in my first year of my 40s, um, I, I now have had to come full circle and remember, hey, stop asking everybody's other people's advice tap into what's right for you and that is a skill that's really important with this call to courage isn't it so that you can really have the feather listen to the feather don't wait for it to be a hammer yeah and I think this is what Joseph Campbell was talking about whereas it may start out as an external quest Mm. so it may start out as wanting to write the ultimate song or produce the ultimate piece of art or it might be to, to build a business to get to a certain, you know, a certain goal or an achievement that you want. But as we progress, you know, you, you rise up, you, your consciousness elevates and changes and I think the external quest creates this radical shift and the emphasis then becomes on like internal growth and transformation. And that's significantly different to the external goals. So like you were saying before about when you were younger, there was a, you know, a a huge focus on achieving, you know, X, Y, Z, but then you got hit with the hammer of the MS and then all of a sudden you were forced into this internal growth, which led to the transformation, which is, and like I was saying before, I think that's what Joseph Campbell was talking about, that it is more of an, an internal spiritual transcendental sort of experience where we connect to our higher self, we connect to our soul, you know, however you want to word that you have an, an experience of oneness, a connection to <coughs> God, whatever that mm. might be. Yeah. It's, it's a very different experience to just achieving external goals. I think anytime I've gone through anything um, that I feel like has rocked me or become a setback or has held me back um, and almost like knocked me on the head. It's like the universe was saying, no, 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 not that way. Don't do it that way. 
you've got to do it in a different way. I get that yeah? all the time. You're talking about meditation. So quite yeah. often one of my one of my meditations is if, if you visualize that yin and yang sign, so like you've got the the polarities of, you know, left and right, hot and cold, off and on. I try and split that when I meditate. So I try and get my brain just to to chill that much of my thoughts that I rise above that and I almost yeah. move into to an empty mind or or nothingness or just yeah. peace, quiet. And from there, usually I'll get some sort of intuitive burst or something will rise. We go, oh, okay, great. That's awesome. But my goal is usually just to empty the mind. And I've got that visualization of like not splitting the atom, but splitting it's a the great yin and yang. way to do it. Yeah. And it's just something that works really well for me. Now, quite often, like what you were talking about before, the difference between sometimes when you sit in meditation, it can be like mental gymnastics and just wrestling with yourself. Quite often there'll be something that comes in from left field for me or it'll be like, dude, you're, you're looking at it all wrong. You're, you're, you know, you're trying to process this all wrong. And it's, it's almost like my higher self kicking in with the mindfulness to go, just stop frigging thinking that way. It's not going to work. It's like rowing the boat harder in the wrong direction. Yeah, 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 I absolutely agree. And I think that's when we've got to listen and go, okay, if you're feeling a lot of resistance and you feel like you're swimming upstream, you know, just sit still and tap in and ask yourself in quiet time, well, is there another way? What is it that I need to know? What is it that I need to understand about this that I haven't thought of yet? And really surrender without thinking about it and let something come to you. Yeah. And what is normal psychologically as well within playing out this hero's journey archetype is there is a refusal to the call. So Yeah, talk about that. So it's like you you come up with an idea or you might have an internal drive of something that you you definitely know is your call to adventure, something that you need to explore. And in yeah. very much like we want to be perfect when we when we try and execute these things a lot of the time. The ego wants to execute it, you know, with perfection. So it doesn't want to make any mistakes. So that's often why there's that resistance and that refusal to the call. But if you look at like the tree of life and you look at the tarot and things like that, the first thing we start off as we ascend the tree of life or we, you know, we work through these pathways is we start off as the fool. Yeah. And the fool knows nothing. The fool, that, that's the whole point of it. We, we're exploring this uncharted territory. So the fool doesn't mean necessarily that you're a failure. Yeah. You're actually just uneducated as you leave your walled garden, as you know, you step into the unknown. So the fool is a huge part of this. So that's you actually right. have that's to take that step. Absolutely agree. And so many of us do not trust ourselves and have that inner self-esteem and confidence to walk the path unpaved mm. rather than just following what other people are doing just so that we don't make a mistake and we don't fail. It is all about stepping out of your tribe and doing things in your unique way that is a path completely unpaved, which requires bravery and arising and stepping up that is... It's, it's huge. It's, it's massive. But I really believe that's what we're here to do. And the person we become through that bravery and, you know, and we're going to get knocked down and we, we are going to make mm. mistakes. And then, you know, it's how you treat yourself um, and how kind you can be to yourself as you learn that, that allows you to become the person you um, are here to be. So that also allows you to, to attract in what you're actually really wanting in your life. So you know how some people are like, oh, I really want love in my life. Oh, I wish I was more financially abundant. Oh, I wish I could really bring in more health. There is something more to, to transcend 
or transform or to become, I believe, when it's not there yet in your life, before that's it's ready to come to you. It's like there's a bit more of a journey to go through and to surrender into what that even looks like rather than trying to make it happen. It's like let go, surrender, and and then when and trying new things is all about walking that path unpaved Mm, stepping out of the safety it's the safety but yeah everything you're saying then is you know it makes so much sense that when we've we procrastinate we put things aside we make excuses or even become lazy yeah and that's the refusal we first of all need to be mindful of that so the first step is actually going oh wow look at all these excuses Mm. that i'm making to stop doing this because you know there's a part of you that's like oh i know i should really be doing yeah it's like wow look at me do that wow look at me do that and don't go and do a phd on it don't try and justify and going oh well i'm not doing that because of this and this and this and this you've just got to use that noting and go oh look at me do that oh look at me do that and if you it doesn't matter how many times you go into those thought patterns it's how many times you catch yourself. So if you can use that noting and go, oh, look at me do that, look at me yeah. do that, your brain is eventually going to go, yeah. oh, don't don't you want to do that? I thought you wanted to stay in this safe haven and, you know, and, and I thought that's what you wanted to do. So I was aligning all your neurology to, to keep you in this walled garden and keep you safe. It goes, oh, okay, right. Well, no, if, if that's not what you want to do, we can create some new pathways and we can write some new things that you can do. Yeah, and that's another great way to use the pineapple effect. Yeah. Is that catching yourself and just noting it, going, just being the observer. Don't use too much intellect. Just tap in and go, oh, yeah, I can see. If, if, if you look back into your life of when you've refused your call to courage, mm. can you note moments where you know that you could have transformed or risen up and you just didn't? And then oh, you I, just yeah, didn't? I, I think and they happen a lot of the time. So I think we're yeah. going through these mini, you know, resurrections and things all the time just psychologically yeah, like I said, I you, agree. you learn a new way of doing things parts of you die off and you, you build a new you you're actually doing that all the time and that's really important yeah yeah and oh yeah for, for sure there's been lots and lots and lots of those experiences and the one thing I'm much better at doing now is not going back and doing the name shame blame shoulda woulda coulda yeah, letting like, it yeah, go. Wow. It's like, oh, yeah, I did do that. That was interesting. I really did block myself there. Oh, wow, I really did block myself there. But there's a purpose for those times too of experiencing that suffering and then learning from that too. That's that's the whole part I think. Oh, excuse me. The whole thing of the refusal really knocked the microphone out with excitement. <laughs> that That's the whole part of that refusal to the call is that we have to be comfortable, like you say, do something that scares you every day. It's you, you actually have to be comfortable shifting out of that safety mm. because mm. I actually think if you sit in that safety bubble for most of your life, that's suffering in itself because Correct. if you're not going forwards, you're going backwards. So even though you, you might think that's... you're neutral, you're actually still going backwards. And do you believe that's what physical ailments might be as a body, the body's way of t- communicating to us? To, to get our attention oh yeah a- any stagnation it, it doesn't matter whether yeah. it's it's mental emotional spiritual physical, physical chi, pain prana, illness, i don't inflammation. care yeah, it's all all that stagnation is is a sign that you're refusing and that the growing call and probably of that going inner backwards. energy yeah that inner energy that's just accumulating accumulating and it isn't being released because it's all been suppressed because you know what receiving your answering your call to courage it's not easy it requires slaying that inner dragon and shadow aspects of ourselves there's a reason we say no 
There's a reason we go, oh, I'm too scared. Because it's not just about stepping up. It is about looking at parts of ourselves that we've held onto so tightly that we believe we need for survival that we then have to change our minds about that to do that that's the important rising part. up and yeah. transcendence. That's, that's the, the most important, important part. part. That's the whole part of the refusal to the call. It's that that communication that you get that there are going to be risks, there are going to be sacrifices. Yeah. And that's where you need to make the decision, is it worth it? Do I accept the challenge? Yeah. And when you do, that's when it begins. So a lot of what people can get yeah. stuck in this just resistance phase all the time and yeah. they'll never actually go beyond that. And on that, is that, I was going to say to you, there is what going is to it? be failure. <laughs> There's going yeah, to be absolutely. failure. There's going no, to be that's... fear. But it's not a bad thing. That's why we live in a world where failure learn. is such a bad thing. It is, it is about walking that path unpaved to discover, oh, this works, this doesn't work, this works, and not, and just not caring about what people think. Because you know, as Brene Brown said, unless you're in the arena, also getting, you know, um, you know, um, the dirt on your face, and you're getting slayed. You know, I do not want your feedback. God, I loved that. I loved that um, speech by her. Um, she's amazing. But yeah, it's what does it feel like when you do sit in that inner conflict and you don't answer your call? What does it feel like? I know what it feels like. Do you know what it feels like? Oh, it feels like a pretzel. <laughs> yeah, spiritual pretzel. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's wrestling. It's just yeah, and you know, like most people will have that. Yeah, and that's where you talk before about the shadow Anger. aspect is. We'll develop all these aspects we don't like about ourselves or, or why we're not good enough. And then we'll actually go to war with them. Your own psychology will go to war yep. with the own shit that you've actually created within yourself. Yeah, it's mental. And you just get stuck there on this hamster wheel Do you reckon that's what that, like, hell on earth is? That inner conflict of sitting in your own... Oh, I think own... it's definitely punishment and suffering, yeah. And if, yeah. That's, if that's how you want to define like it, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's dealing with the energies and monsters within ourselves and, you know, all, all, overcoming old beliefs that we can't do it, that we're not good enough, that it's not going to work out. Yeah, and it's like the Rocky. If you've ever watched the Rocky movies, it's that same yeah, thing, you know, can yeah. I do it? Can I go through all this training? Can I be the champion? Despite the odds, you know, yeah, like it's, just doing it anyway. Yeah, it's Neo. Can I unplug from the Matrix? You know, can I actually take, what is it, the blue pill or the red pill? Yeah, Which and you, you don't... Exactly, exactly. Which is very interesting because you were talking about, you know, the, the conflict of where we get stuck here. Mm. And this is another one of those when you were talking before about that hammer analogy is that, you know, when we do, you know, we do meditation, we do mindfulness, we do journaling, we set goals, we have vision boards, all this positive psychology stuff is amazing. But if you have a really, really strong ego that's going to dig its heels in, like you can get some real, you know, you're really hitting a brick wall and this is where I actually find a lot of the psychedelic research now. So a lot of yeah. the the um, uh, the the assisted psychotherapy with with psychedelics that they're now using. So I'm talking about real research trials here. Is that they seem to create this window of opportunity where you can dissolve the ego, and like I said, there's that window of opportunity to create those new pathways. And yeah. that's what we need to be able to do every day is create those windows of opportunities so we can move forward. Now, obviously, psychedelics, which for some people, you know, if you look at the research, they've been phenomenal, but they do. They come in like that hammer. They can completely blast apart, you know, a lot yeah, of your thought programs. Patterns. Like Gwyneth Paltrow's um, Goop 
um, so you on can, Netflix. Yeah, like the psilocybin research. That. Yeah, and most people have rated those psilocybin experiences like in in the top three experiences of their life, which is yeah. which is quite amazing. So you know, when you take plant medicines or you take psychedelics, there's a huge transcendental experience to it. There is a plant teacher or a mentor that's there that's part of it. Yeah, but there's it's it's a it's a complete. I don't want to say blasting. Like dispersion, dispersion. Yeah, yeah. So, and and then, like I often say that saying is there's no such thing as a free lunch. There's there's also a lot of integration work that has to be done after that, whereas yeah. that's where I think things like yoga and meditation that we can do every day still, you know, move us towards these paths. But I'm not surprised that some people that's been the kickstart to their journey. Like I said, when the hammers come in and, and created that that opportunity for change. And what happens when we do remove that ego in one of those psychedelic sessions? Like when when or, or whether we can do that for ourselves, yeah. which I'm sure which is can. what Buddha's yeah. enlightenment yeah. is all about. Well, Buddha, Jesus, Moses, they're all yeah. heroes' journey stories as well. But that ability to drop the ego, to truly let go of what everybody thinks. Uh, and to walk that path unpaved and to have that courage to just go for it anyway, um, you know, that's, imagine imagine we could all really achieve that in our lives. Well, you can. And what? It just depends and, on which lifetime you might want to achieve it. We're always yeah, and some people achieve it really young, some people achieve it mid-age, some people achieve it, you know, in their 80s and some people, yeah, exactly might not rise to that. And I think from, from a lot of the research I've looked at on like kundalini experiences, uh, there seems to be uh, a correlation that you more likely experience it later in life. And, and what they were sort of getting at was the, the early parts of your life seem to be more focused on biology. So like having yeah. kids and raising a family, uh, yeah. but say after 40 or whatever, as that starts to drop off, your, yeah. your focus on, on that, the biology side of things starts to change and naturally you go more inward and it starts to become more like a, a personal transformation or a spiritual transformation, which is really interesting. So I think that, you know, and that probably correlates like with the midlife crisis and things like that as well. Like that is that sort of point of, you know, maybe refusal of the call or a lot of things you might have pushed down for 40 years all start to bubble up to the surface. But yeah. one thing, actually, I want to pull this up here. Joseph yeah. Campbell had a, a, an amazing quote that I think is worth sharing here. And he mm. said that you, you enter the forest at the darkest point where there is no path, mm. where there is a way or path, it is someone else's path. You are mm. not on your own path. Mm. If you follow someone else's way, you are not going to realise your potential. That's what it's all about in that final stage is realising your your truest potential, which is why it is it is very rewarding when you get there. Um, if... To have that, it's 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 a feeling that I experienced. I think when I walked again, when I wasn't supposed to, and I and and it's a feeling that's so indescribable, and also in other things I've done in my life. So probably only two more things after that in my life that I've achieved, where it really was like you realised I didn't give up. I I I walked a path unpaved, and and I did it. It's it's um it's the most amazing feeling in the world. And one of the interesting things is there when you talk about, so we move, so you accepted the challenge. I don't want to be in this wheelchair. 
I actually want to to get well. So that was your, you know, that was your call to adventure. So the departure, it's going, this is what's going to happen. And you move into that stage two, which is the initiation. And that's when we face all those series of like trials and tribulations. So it's it's not necessarily, this isn't a safe place. So we're being tested, you know, right now we are being tested in battle. Like we're not necessarily in a war situation, but there's, you know, there's there's a lot of trials and tribulations that are going on at the moment. There's a lot of conflict, a lot of inner conflict like you talk about. Where should and I go? And every single what day we get to choose. We get to choose what to do. Yeah, we get to choose how we respond, how we rise up, how we, you know, to transform those the inner shadow aspects of ourselves that are truly being challenged right now because of so much change. Yeah, and when you couldn't walk each day, you actually had to proceed. You actually had to soldier on, didn't you? You had to press yes. on. Yeah. So it yeah. wasn't like you just went, hallelujah, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to walk. There was a lot that went on there throughout that. You know, you had to push through some really difficult stuff. There was a moment where I realised that, um, you know, the way I was doing it before wasn't working. I knew I had to do it in a new way and I knew now was crunch time. I knew that I had a few weeks to really sort myself out because when you um, – there was just an inner knowing. So I actually didn't realize this till way afterwards that when you go through a stroke or a paralysis of, from MS or a stroke or, or an accident, you, there's a time window there of needing to get mobility back as fast as possible for it to be um, uh, more likely that it will happen. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So um, once you you know leave it too long, it's more unlikely that your brain will rewire and reconnect in that way. And I knew that I needed to figure out a new way. And I then I started to through so much alone time and being paralyzed and sitting in four white walls, um, you know, sometimes with my family and friends, but sometimes totally alone um, at age 29, so quite young, um, I realized that I used to spend so much energy focusing on what I didn't want and what I was scared of. And I just, you know, our energy is currency. So I thought, okay, well, what, once I found hope that maybe it could happen, I then just instantly knew what to do. I just focused all on the, all of that energy in a new way. And it was a new path forward of, okay, well, I'm just going to show up at physio. Um, you know, I was the first in, last to leave and just immersed myself into it. And I completely believed this is going to happen. There is no other option. I'm going to walk out of here, not just walking, but running again. And and that's and six weeks later, I was running and I was shocked. I, I was surprised. But all I did was I just focused my energy and really started to believe it as if there was no other option. Mm. And when we talk about that initiation phase, like with you there, we spoke before about the departure and the call to adventure and like the inner conflict and the resistance that's there. But yeah. once we move beyond that, which is often the hardest thing, most people that failure to launch, they don't actually get beyond that resistance to the call. When we move into the initiation, one of the really amazing things that happens is that when you look at the hero's journey and you look at it in movies, we start to bring in allies and we start to bring in mentors and we start to, you know, have people come into our life that support our journey. Yeah, so obviously that help with us you, like your, your medical team and the, you know, those people at those points in time that came in to help you achieve what it was that you needed to achieve. Oh, so there's totally. a huge positive aspect to you know, leaving that wall garden, taking that call to adventure, 
you're actually, even though, like you said before, there's times yeah. when you felt alone, you're actually not. Because if you resonate, hey, this is me, this is what I'm doing, this is for the highest good of the world, the highest good for me, you're going to yeah. attract in heaps of people that are going to be there oh, to support you. And journey. I wasn't alone. Even though I was physically alone in my room for a long time like, because I was in hospital, I was never exactly. There was all these people that just kept coming into my life. It was the nurses, but there was other people staying there and, you know, friends that did come and visit and, you know, the new doctors and the physio, the neurophysiotherapists. And, oh, my gosh, it, that reminds me of The Wizard of Oz mm. and all the different well, characters, the wizards, how yeah. they come yeah. in. Teach and they teach her Dorothy all the different things, and I guess that's why we should really let people come in and out of our lives, um, just um, you know, in 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 normal to everyday life. Because some people are supposed to be there, um, you know, then and then sometimes you know they're supposed to go off and do other things, and we we really grasp onto things needing to be the same, aren't we? And we can experience difficulty there as well. Yeah, that that movie Wizard of Oz. Um, that's exactly what that reminds me of. And I think that the funny thing is about that too is that there must be parts of that within you. So to resonate with it like that, there must be mm. aspects of that movie that light up aspects within you. Yeah, there's people that have come into my in and out of my life. I've got so many different groups of friends because of that, and I love that I've got this. Um, I've met and loved many different, um, you know, people, friends, um, boyfriends. Like I've had lots of different people in my life in different clusters and different age groups, and I really honour and treasure all of them because I know they've brought in, you know, such love and joy into my life at different times. Um, and then some of us have different paths where, you know, we've really had that one partner for our our whole lives and that's um, and that's beautiful too in, in a whole different way. Yeah, just different experiences. Yeah, and different friendship groups and, you know, I've, I've, I'm very lucky where, you know, I'm, I'm an extrovert so I make friends easily and I love talking to people so I do tend to make different groups of friends but I also have that loyalty with that small group of friends that I've really had in my life from school and, you know, I love that too. Mm. you know that's important to me as well um so yeah look I really hope that this podcast today really helps people to um discover that um that inner just knowing what it feels like to have that inner knowing within yourself so that when that call comes and you know that it's your time to grow and rise up or step up to the occasion um that it's you know to have the confidence to listen and to give it a go. Yeah, yeah. And what I'd love to just sort of reiterate again is the, the positive aspects that come from it. Like I was saying about not stepping out of that, that initial stage is that the when you do slay your dragon, like, you know, and you do rescue the princess, you do get the pot of gold, you know, and you do bring it back to share it with your community, you yeah. actually come back a changed person. So that third stage is the return so when we've endured these, you know, these hardships and we've triumphed over them, we go through this inner transformation. So we're different. We're stronger. Yeah. We have more courage. We're, we're able to, to tackle more in life. But one of the big things that I think people will probably uh, like really uh, resonate with is the liberation that comes from that. Yeah, yeah. Of truly because you're going for you, your win, the yeah. liberate, and I mean, to me, that freedom, that sovereignty, yeah. that liberation that you can feel is is one of the most exhilarating and euphoric things that you'll you'll come across far beyond anything you can buy or make or fabricate. 
But that, well, that's that because liberation. we're elevating in consciousness as well. So Carolyn Meese has an amazing metaphor of a, a building. And so as you elevate uh, at different stages of your life and you learn and you grow, you elevate in consciousness. So from the ground floor, as we start our life, if you imagine you're on the ground floor of a building, all you can see what's is, is what's in front of you. We're merely reacting because of that we don't have a broader perspective we're just all we can see is what's in front of us and our world is a little bit smaller but as we grow and we um you know moving up to each um subsequent floor um is more expensive as we move towards the penthouse so as we step up and we grow in our in our life path it we elevate to higher floors and as you get to the penthouse the difference is is you have a higher understanding of why things happen. You can see further out. You can connect all the dots. You just, and that is the liberation. Mm, mm. So what that I'd love to, yeah, what I'd love to do is I'd like to put it out to the to the listeners now, and I'd love to know where they're at on their hero's journey. Yeah. So it'd be great to hear some stories of, of people at the moment that are, you know, recreating themselves, that are going through those inner transformations. You know, and if you want to come on the podcast and have a talk with us about it, we'd love oh, to that do that be, as well. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, jump on our website and email us. What? Where are you? Do, do you think we have multiple hero journeys though? Like where, where we go through maybe professionally and personally and with matters of love? And do you think we go through maybe even more than one cycle in a lifetime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going through lots of little ones all the time. So mini ones yeah. all the time. And that can even just be within a day. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I think that the hammer ones that you were talking about probably aren't uh, as frequent because I think there's, uh, there's a lot of integration time for those ones. So yeah. if we were descending into chaos all the time, it probably no, wouldn't it would be, be too much. <laughs> but maybe a couple of times, so you know, like I Dorothy definitely have. gets taken away with the, you know, the um, what's it called, like the hurricane at the start. So you know, that's what it can feel like sometimes. You know, you you take yeah. away with a hurricane and and taken off to a to a whole new land. So well, maybe we're all collectively. Yeah, we're all collectively in such a hurricane as a globe. Gosh, I wonder what we're stepping into next. There's into a lot of work a whole to be new done, world. but we can do it. Yeah. There's definitely yeah. collectively a lot of work that needs to be done. So I think more importantly with a lot of this stuff, hopefully you've been able to identify how these steps are unfolding in your life. So if you go, oh, yeah. yeah, that's me, that's me, that's, oh, that's helpful. And, you know, go and buy the um, A Hero with a Thousand Faces and you can, or you can even look at, is there, what was that movie that you spoke about? I've been meaning to watch that. Oh, Finding Joe. It's mm -hmm. on YouTube. It's all about the hero's journey oh, and great. all the different stages and how it's a circle. It's not like a linear line. Um, it, it, it is, you come full circle and you discover what you're made of and then you come back to the tribe and you, and that's why I love sharing my story. It's, it's really to help educate and inspire people of, wow, I've really learned um, some golden nuggets through some full on adversity. And if I can help other people to go through their hero journey with a little bit more of a feather, <laughs> you know, with a bit more grace and it's just a bit more, um, they feel more supported, then it's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's, that's a lovely thing to do. And, um, and it's also lovely to share the knowledge after you've learned and you have risen up and you see things from that higher perspective, you feel more love, you feel more, you can forgive, you have compassion um, and you naturally just want to share and wisdom what you've learned. Yeah, the wisdom. And so that's that's inevitably why, you know, why I do what I do. And, and and hopefully what this podcast can be about today is just talking about it, 
just having a chin wag about all the different stages so that something awakens within you of like oh yeah I feel that inner resistance or I can I, I remember what it feels like when I've had that call and it's okay if you even even if you haven't had the call yet it it will come um maybe you haven't you know recognized that maybe you've gotten so used to detaching from that inner knowing so maybe today is just about just you know learning how to come back to yourself and really become super reconnected so that you can prepare for yeah your call to courage people will be praying please come as a feather please come as a feather please come as a feather <laughs> no hammer no hammer no hammer no hammer yeah yeah well it's just you know whatever's going to come is going to come and that's why having and daily you rituals it. your hero's you journey can. you can handle you can handle it so if it's it your wouldn't be offered journey, otherwise no you can yeah. do it yep there's the call yeah. to courage i reckon yeah. that about wraps it up yeah yeah, no, that was great. I love talking about this stuff. I could talk about this stuff for hours, but yeah, no, we should wrap it up. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that was good. And we're going to get some of these video clips up online as well too. So make sure to check out my link tree and Amanda's link tree in the show notes. And you can follow us on social media and, and see some of the video clips of, of these uh, podcasts that we're releasing as well. So I think until next time, stay safe. And may the force be with you.